0: Going on, everybody. Welcome to Recipe Podcast Forty Three. Um, this is probably one of the craziest weekends uh, <laughs> coming into a podcast. Um, it's been a wild, it's been a wild twenty-four hours. It's been a wild week. Uh, we have got a lot to get into. I'm with the um, the Twitter famous Battle Pangman and um, the Twitter villain Manny. <laughs> and uh yeah man, we're gonna we're gonna get into it all. Uh Backup Pangman,
1: how you doing, bro? I have a I have a migraine. Um, this has been an absolutely insane weekend, like you said. Uh it feels like if I'm not on Twitter every two seconds, I'm gonna miss something. Yeah. Uh I was up last night, I wanted to do a Twitter space after the pay-per-view. I'm like, all right, well, that was awesome, man. Let's do, let's do a space, let's talk about it. I turn around and people are like, You're gonna do a space during during the scrum and And mind you, like I you know, to me, I'm like, I know what these AW scrums are. you know wrestlers show up there, and people are like, hey, what was it like to feel the crowd atmosphere? you know like and just what was it like to, 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 to get you in? Like so I'm like, oh, who cares what the fucking media is from right? And then and then I, I pop in and I see that CM Punk is going absolutely nuclear. And like <laughs> I have to like pause after every ten seconds to just like digest what's happening. You know, uh, it was it was insane. So so yeah, listen, man, I, I, I'm here. Uh, we're gonna talk all about this craziness. <laughs> we're gonna get into all out and whatever else we have uh, time to get into, man. He's like popping himself. Just looking no, at no, uh no, so. I'm not. Uh, Sean
2: Sean just posted Sean just posted the up his update on the fight. What's up?
1: Actually, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll get into it. we'll get into it at the intro. But but yeah, man, uh, uh, Monty, I'm happy. I'm happy to be here. Um, I was I we were gonna do this Monday show for the most part anyway. Um, but like the fact that now it's it's gonna be dominated by like this backstage chaos in AEW rather than like the pay per view, which I thought was overall very good. Uh, it, it's just the state of affairs, and it's uh, it's interesting to follow. It's crazy. It's chaotic. Uh, some people question the validity of how much of this is is, is real. Uh, yeah, and so cool. we're gonna break. We're gonna break it all down. We're gonna break it all down.
0: Um, <laughs> we should probably start with what's just broke, really, because um because it's just so recent, it's literally just broken like the past thirty minutes or so okay. on um the wrestling observer update. And um right, so <laughs> if you can't if you have a rough idea of what's going on, you'll know uh, of course what Backup Panman was just talking about with you know CM Punk going off at the uh post show media scrum last night and um yeah. <laughs> so Wrestling Observer's update on the backstage confrontation What allegedly happened was um, There was a fight backstage afterwards with Punk Allegedly starting things by swinging fists at the books of Matt Jackson Punk's trainer friend and AEW producer Steele Part of the storyline that got Punk into Sunday's John Moxley match Through a chair that hit books his Nick Jackson in the eye um, Steele allegedly beat Omega and grabbed his hair Um, <laughs> yeah, crazy, uh, this is... <laughs> back to back when you
1: uh, I, I don't know what to think. Uh, uh, I was telling you right before we went live that CM Punk on, on the stage for the press scrum had the energy of a guy who's very much, uh, had high adrenaline, was, was pissed off and ready to fight somebody, you know? And, and, uh, I think that when. When someone's like that, they're in a very volatile state. Uh, I think efforts should be made to kind of maybe either calm them down or surround them with people that'll, I guess, direct them in a direction where they're not going to end up, you know, in a situation with somebody. Because I'm watching Punk and looks. listen, man. when a guy is talking shit and eating sweets and, and, and cakes and muffins, uh, he he wants to fuck somebody up. You know, Punk was like, this man has blood in his face and like all he needed was a cigarette. Like I'm, I'm watching it. And I'm just like this guy. Like he's so ready to fucking like rock somebody's jaw. Um, and Tony's just kind of—it it felt like Tony was shivering, like next to him, like he's like trembling, drinking water and stuff. And uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, we'll get into the content of the scrum, but regarding this this fight story, uh, it's objectively uh, unfortunate. You know, the Young Bucks, Kenny Omega, the Elite—they're they're super talented, and so is CM Punk. Like, quite frankly, uh, uh, you know, I, no pun intended. Like, they're elite talents. You know, like they're so top tier. You can't afford really to lose any of them. You know, they, they're all important to what they're all important to the overall package of the AEW product, you know, and, and and important in a way where like they provide very different things to the show. You know, like I thought that Jon Moxley and CM Punk was like tremendous. And I also thought the elite's trios match was tremendous. And there were very two different types of tremendous. And, and I value both. And I, you know, I would love to continue to see both groups. Um, Present their form of wrestling to AEW, but this situation is getting to a point now. Like it's a power keg, It's, it's getting to a point where it's like, I, I I don't know how they will be able to continue to coexist if this is a complete shoot. Um, and, and you know, I, I to me, I, like I found Punk's scrum entertaining. Um, but when it comes to the, the the potential prospect of people, you know, wanting to walk out over this, like that's genuinely scary and uh, uh, uh unfortunate. You know what I mean? A steel biting Kenny Omega's ear is ridiculous. Uh, I don't even know what to say other than that's just insane and ridiculous. Um, throwing a chair and swinging punches and it's just like who was there? Was nobody? Who was there? And and then on a broader level, where was
2: remember, where was Paul White? Where was uh, anybody? Well, <laughs> well, on and Sean, on Sean's, on Sean's report, he said there was a he said Pat Buck and Christopher Daniels were involved in the situation.
1: Where is... Bro, when Punk walked... That's, Monty, that, that's Punk who you went,
0: need when it's all gone now.
1: Yeah, like, what the hell? Monty, when Punk got up off the podium after he basically said, whoever has Ooh. a problem, he can see me in the hallway. Like, like bro, obviously, people are going to take exception to what he said, and someone's probably going to take him up on that challenge. So I feel like Efforts should have been made to escort Punk into an area where he's not around the people that he talked about. Uh, and then we calm the situation down. It's so, easy to say So it's easy, you know? it, it, it is easy to say, Monty, so no, hey, no, no, wait, wait. So, hold, hold, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, Manny. You say, oh, that, Monty. Here we go. But, you say that, Monty, but <laughs> as I watched it, I literally said, Someone needs to walk Punk out of here. Like, someone needs to get Punk out of the building. I literally said that to uh-huh. my brother. I, I was like, Punk is going to punch somebody in the face within the next 40 minutes. <laughs> so, what does that have to say about?
2: The elite. They came looking for the smoke and got the smoke, and then just got beat up. Like he
1: he called
0: him out. He called them
1: I I said, "You gotta walk up
2: to him." You know what I mean? Yeah, Yeah. I, I I know, but you walk up to him, and then both these guys, like pretty much from the stories, yeah, asses. Yeah, 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 they (laughs) they just not a good look, you know.
1: Yo, we have two hundred and twenty-two live viewers. Holy shit! Yeah, of course I
0: forgot to plug it at the start, but um. Of course, like subscribe if you haven't already. Uh, I believe you can still send super chats, and um, we do have a couple, so we need you should get through those straight away. j yeah, Blood yeah. 499. I'm just wishing <laughs>
1: it's insane. War
0: talk sounding like CM Punk last night. Um, another one from Jayblood Blood 499. Tony seems determined not to run his company, he's getting eaten.
1: Bro, I'm serious. Yo, yo, Monty, and I like Tony Khan. I respect Tony Khan's business acumen. I respect Tony Khan's promoting abilities. I respect Tony Khan's wrestling intellect. Um, he's a fan. He's genuine. He loves this. Uh, it's great that he loves this because we love this. But my goodness, like, if there was no better display of just him being like a, a passenger, um, a bystander, Rather than a boss, was last night. This guy stood, sat right next to CM Punk, and I know it's it's an unenviable situation because he's between a rock and a hard place. Um, But still, this guy is basically like, "Hey, fuck the elite, fuck MJF, fuck Hangman, fuck all these young guys who don't listen to these to listen to the veterans." And and yeah, this crazy, is some, this, this is some bullshit, right? <laughs> and Tony kind of he's making his face like he's afraid of this guy, like he's like, I mean. I wouldn't say that, but oh, man, uh, uh, like he's, and it's just like, I'm not saying, you know, cut his mic off or interrupt him, because I, I do think frankly, if you did that in a moment, Punk would have looked at Tony and probably said. He kind
0: of tried to anyway, and Punk kind of didn't back. let him. Because there, <laughs> yeah. there was that moment when Punk was funny, like, oh, I, I should I have cut your wife and shouldn't have took the question. And he tried to literally like move it on, and Punk was like, oh, no, you ain't got to do shit. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> <carry>
1: <laughs> no, no, no. You know what's funny about Marty? So I'll I tell my friend about this. You know, Punk did the thing that angry people do, which is they rant, right? And then you yeah. think they're done. They, they, you think they're done. And then, like, they just kind of, like, come back, like, five minutes later with, like, additions to their rant. Like, 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 like when they come back, like, and they go, like, uh... and that's another thing. You see the, and they start kind of going.
0: He had it in for Hangman, bro. Um, there was one point when someone asked about, like, the, the moans in the locker room backstage or something. And he was like, "Oh yeah, there's great moments," and uh, then he just like made because there was that interview not long yeah. ago where Hangman said yeah. he doesn't really ask for advice; and he does right, his man. own thing. And like, Punk just went on this rant about like yeah. this fucking idiot. I like, dare yeah. yeah. to side up Terry Funk's face. <laughs> like,
1: oh my god, man! It was going on. You, off, you know, you know, Punk and Dax and Cash have had that rant amongst each other like for a minute. <laughs> I like like tell, tell Terry Funk that
0: was in the back <laughs> pump in his <your> face. <laughs> like,
1: Christ, it's just, uh, it's, a, it's really crazy how there genuinely is a cultural divide within the locker room of AEW. Like, like it's not just a, a team, like is, bro. So,
0: for those super chat, short-term Spurs, all these strategies for the biggest advertisement for you
1: Yo, you know, it's crazy, Monty. I saw a tweet earlier today where someone said, like I think honestly, Punk would be more calm if he did drugs and drank. <laughs> and I started. And <laughs> I don't know if that's true. This is hilarious, but there, there really is a cultural divide in the in the AW locker room, Monty. It's crazy. I, a I, gotta, split, brother. I gotta admit, it was really funny when he said he said uh he said something, something. He said this isn't fucking Reseda. I was like, oh my god, oh my god.
0: Uh he was going crazy, bro. He's
1: going insane, but but back to Tony, back to Tony. Now, yes, I think if, if, if at some point if he cut Punk off, Punk definitely would have turned around and like, "Yo, mind your fucking business. I'm talking, yo." Like, I, I think I don't think I think Punk likes Tony, and I think he respects him. But but I think it's it's definitely like um, in the in their dynamic, I think Punk is certainly the alpha. To be honest with you, and, and 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 Punk like in his head, I think he he feels that he runs this shit, and he knows that he is the top guy in the company, and he's the one who draws the big houses and and, and you know sells the paperies and sells the tickets. Which is why, like, bro, he said, like a, he said, I'm trying to start a business here. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, bro. He
2: when he put out when he put out a Cogabanda shit like that that like he shared a bank account with his mom. Yeah. I said, bro, I said, bro, oh, here bro. we I go.
1: I said, fuck. I
2: was on I was on Discord and I was just when, I, when read, and when I heard, when somebody read that comment, I said, bro, bro, Yo, coming back from any for any of
1: you know, you know, you know, what was the scariest thing to me off rip. Scary, it was and he scary, quote but, him on my name. Listen, yeah, that was crazy. This is the scary part. When a guy is talking about a guy that he doesn't fuck with, right? And in this case, it's a wrestler, and he repeatedly referred to him as Scott Colton and not Colt Cabana. I got nervous. Like I was like, <laughs> like he wants this guy dead. He's just I have not been friends with Scott Colton for 10 years. I have not, that's Scott Colton, Scott Colton. Like he refused, it was almost like his way of like passively continuing to not acknowledge his existence by not saying Colt Cabana. Um, so that was just crazy. The, the, the Colt Cabana stuff is is frankly just personal beat between two grown men. And and look, you know, you know I, I love CM Punk as a performer. I love his work. You know, uh, I don't know Phil Brooks. I don't know Scott Colton, right? And so that's why for me, when he got into that stuff, I didn't like take a side or like get passionately mad or happy or either way, because, you know, unfortunately, even though a lot of people on social media are prone to do this, um I just don't want to have parasocial reactions and relationships to pro wrestlers. You know, and so it's like when two grown men have a personal issue amongst themselves and punch is voicing his side, that's him getting his shit off. You know, whether you agree or disagree, it's like, who are you to say he's wrong or right uh, about actual situation because none of us were really there um and and even by extension like frankly even though this is a really unfortunate situation and and it's a total mess and tony has to clean it up as as soon as possible before like he ends up losing really big here um like i I personally am refraining from the you know like team team elite or team cm punk you know what i mean because it's it's just like i I don't fucking know these guys for all i know like look hangman at the end of the day hangman said what he said and it triggered punk right in Hangman's mind, did he think it was gonna be that deep? Maybe not, you know. But to Punk, it was, and that's their issue to deal with. And and to me, it's just my only takeaway is just that it's it's unfortunate it's gotten to this <coughs> point where this situation has been such a powder keg that 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 it, that it blew up right in front of the public, you know. Uh, but in terms, Tony of team, Khan had a talent meeting like a week ago, a, not even a week a ago, few days ago, <laughs> days ago, nothing <laughs> oh, changed. Man. Nothing changed. Ricky Starks got squashed today. Malachi Black lost in the weirdest fashion. CM Punk is throwing hands with the, with the Young Bucks. A-Steel is biting Kenny Omega. Tomohiro, they summoned Tomohiro Ishii from out of nowhere to wrestle Eddie Kingston because Eddie Kingston couldn't wrestle Sammy because they they, they had a, an altercation. Thunder Rosa is in parts unknown. Uh, what's going on? <laughs> what's going on?
2: Well, well, if you listen to Tony okay, and Tony you talk about Thunder Rosa yesterday, we would know. How they feel
1: about her? It's just a mess, and and, and mm. frankly, I so Lonnie, <clears throat> I spoke to a wrestler, right? This wrestler does not work for AEW, but but he's a wrestler and he's in the business. And then like, we were kind of giving our thoughts on the thing. and he said basically, like, it's uh, it's shocking. It took this long for a system this unstructured to fall apart in this way. Um, and and I think one, the biggest benefit to AEW may be its undoing in this situation, in that. You know, Cody described the backstage area or you know atmosphere as punk rock. It's very loose. It's very free flowing, and I think that the lack of structure from that standpoint, um, it's now causing problems because I, I think early on the roster was one that really bought into the the vision of AEW. I, I think I think early on it was very much a unified front of wrestlers who knew that you know they their their talents were not looked for elsewhere, and so they it's it's almost like they they knew we all we have is each other, and we're really trying to start this thing. And we want this thing to work out. And so it's almost like everybody's buying in, right? And so you know, being able to have the creative freedom and freedom to do certain things, it works in that type of setting. But once you start getting really, really high level talented people into your company who have been in other places and have their own career aspirations uh, in, in a business where people are inherently selfish, um, yeah, it, you're, you're asking for potential trouble. And, and now we have a situation where there's a lot of guys in that locker room, a lot of guys who are tremendous, like high-level wrestlers, right? And they have egos. You know, CM Punk has an ego, bro. CM Punk, you know, he he thinks he's the best in the world, really. You know, and Kenny Omega thinks he's the best in the world. Now, these guys, other guys, are are the same. And to just have them all in the same locker room with very different philosophies about wrestling, and they all have Tony's ear to a degree. Um, it, you're bound to have not only disagreements, but like heat and and and, and issues and, and egos and problems coexisting. Oh, what's up?
0: Hold on. We might have some. uh, No, no, no. no. Alex Reynolds was seen on crutches today exiting the AEW hotel in Chicago. Uh, That is from PW Insider, literally like seconds ago.
1: Was he in the fight?
0: (laughs) Was he in the fight? (laughs) He was in a match.
1: Did Punk break his fucking legs? Like,
0: <laughs> <laughs> was he in the fight?
1: Um, He's
0: in the match, bro. <laughs> like,
1: could you imagine? Punk? That, like, I was
0: it's <laughs> it seemed like your mind went there. Like, I don't know, bro. Was like, I, fucking everyone I was,
3: I
1: <laughs> <like that.
0: laughs> Punk and Ice just running through the backside, throwing like, chairs at niggas and shit. Like,
1: like if he power scaled, it's like, yeah, Punk got folded by Nikki Gall. But I guess just that UFC training, the Gracie training was was that enough to just fold the AEW locker room? Like, is he just?
0: Said, is, is he in the fight?
1: <laughs> was, did the dark water run out that Punk and Punk is like uh, freaking, you know, jujigatami and guys and running into.
0: We've <laughs> uh, we've got a few more super chats.
1: let's um, let's, let's let's go through them, man.
0: TK needs an enforcer, someone that will light the law. Um, yeah, that's pretty much what you was alluding to earlier, saying how did. it
1: well, uh, suspended. What do you say? What do you say? Oh, oh, oh yeah. He's an enforcer got. Yeah, no, literally. Yeah, yeah exactly. Dead um, man walking.
0: And new AEW Trios champions, Ice Steel and CM Pong. Young Dendi, thank you
1: for $5 million super chat. Yeah, this is this is crazy, man. This is crazy. Uh Get well soon, Alec Reynolds. Bam $10. No, go 20, ahead. Yeah, Bam 255019. It looked to me like Punk was shocked that Mox had some fans on his side during the match, and Mox had to even heal it up more throughout the match. You could also tell he didn't like MJF getting cheered. Sure. So oh.
2: some of the names that weren't there, what everybody would think was Hangman and... Hangman, FTR, they left as soon as the uh, pay per view was over. From this PWI report,
1: Monty, you Monty, know if FTR was there, the and, bed. <laughs> Monty, you know if FTR were there and he saw the Bucks jumping Punk, they would so run Bro. out to get their. To get their lucky so shot, were, this FTR. is my
0: moment. <laughs> yeah, it really
1: cool. they would be like, oh, sh- that's literally their time to finally fight Nick and Matt. I mean, they they're definitely they definitely in real life believe that Nick and Matt have um. Halted their tag team of the year run, you know what I mean? So,
0: well, let's not, let's <laughs> not, Yeah, uh, you know, that's let's not speculate too
2: Yeah, so Sorry. PWI did say at least one of the Bucks returned to the hotel last night, sporting a black eye. I guess we can, well,
0: oh, black, eye. Oh. <laughs> bro, I don't, I don't think that BT episode is coming out tomorrow <laughs> for this, uh, because um, it didn't drop today, which uh. You know, I've been trying to do, uh, catch up with the BTE law. Yeah, yeah. As, uh, you know, people who are regular watchers of the channel will know I'm doing my best. <laughs> if, uh, even
2: So they were in the buck. they were in Punk's locker room. Oh, once God. once the sides were separated, they continued to argue for some time before the Bucks and Omega exited the area of Punk's locker room. There was There was a lot of yelling from each side.
1: Were they waiting for Punk when he came back?
2: <laughs> I think so.
1: Bro, that is a crazy idea. Just imagine, Punk is walking off the scrum, stealing. He opens his door, and Omega and the Bucks are posted up at his block. Like, that is crazy. And and if that happened, and, and the Bucks still got folded by Punk and Ace Steel, that's just insane.
2: Okay, uh, so there's another note from this PWI that says, a arrived and did get involved as his wife was in the facility of the incident possibly was even inside punk's locker room as she was watching over punk's dog, Larry, she was said to have gotten physically involved. So, yeah.
0: Damn. Damn, 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 damn.
1: Yo, Tony, this is the biggest challenge he's ever faced as a promoter. This is the, this is the biggest like not to be hyperbolic, but this is the biggest, uh, uh I don't I don't know scandal is the word, but just the biggest uh, issue is, issue ever. Um is
0: definitely an issue. This uh, is a massive massive issue. Uh J Blood 499. People talk like punk lost his mind, but he made a lot of sense to me doing business or leaking to Undermine Your Trump. I'll talk doing business, I'll take doing business. Um well, here's the thing. One thing he can't, one thing with CM Pong, he's always going to be honest to himself, yeah, you know. And I think I believe he definitely was at the um media scrum, but he was still clearly, I wouldn't say he lost his mind, that is, I'd say that's definitely a stretch, but uh, he was definitely fired up, you know, yeah, yeah. Um, but he, he, even though he was fired up, he did a pretty good job of detailing it. From his point of view, from point A to point B to point C to point D to where we're at, until he left the until he left the media scrum and now it's all <laughs> and then it all uh, it all boiled over again. But um, yeah, man, no, I think I think CM Punk done considering how fired up he seemed to be, he'd done a pretty good job of explaining his position. You know,
2: um, so, I don't want I don't want to seem like it's we're heavily biased towards like punk or whatever, that's what people are saying in the comments I've seen. But it's like okay,
0: it's because they used to, um,
2: <laughs> but they used to rob and Chris, and now You're telling
1: crime, <laughs> like t- t- telling them how to feel about punk, and even even though it's
2: but a You gotta remember, like we don't really know the buck side. All we know is what's happening with punk. Yes,
1: yes, he, punk, punk was there for 30 minutes, just giving his extended side, and they fought. You know, and all like, we know, all, and all, all we, we have know to is that.
2: And all we know is that the news that came out from. That said, that Hangman is pissed off. No, that uh, Punk is all pissed off and everything, and was like an asshole and all that. We came from like Dave and <clears throat> Dave and Alvarez last week when they said that Punk went into business for himself with that Hangman promo. So it's just like, well, who do you think would have li- leaked that? You know, to Dave and yeah, and, and, and yeah, the only exactly. guys that we know that are close to him are the elite. So it's just yeah, like,
0: well, Punk obviously alluded to that. You know, but uh,
2: you know, but. These
0: rumors, or whether they be true or not, going around about him and you know blocking Cole Cabana, or you know, halting his pushes, or you know, that he's the reason why he's not being used anymore, etc. etc. All this stuff that was uh, floating around rumored about it. It's, I don't know, even
2: Even Punk even called out Brian yesterday in the scrum. So, I mean, that was kind of hilarious. (laughs) So, it's like, come on. So, I mean, even like Punk thinks. You know, they're the ones leaking it to them. So, like, my question is: Do you guys think the elite are over their heads as EVPs because they're trying to be talent, and it doesn't help that they're the EVPs of the To, to answer you, Manny,
1: you know, it, it's it's hard to completely say because I don't work there. You know what I mean? It's it's really it's impossible to fully know. Um, but but I'd imagine. Listen, if if you're if people who have never been in managerial positions are given that and have to manage over a talent that that talent on a roster that's increasingly growing for a, a major million dollar company, multi-million dollar company. Um, maybe perhaps they are in there, uh, a bit over, in over their heads. And, and and I could see someone who actually has worked in other places, you know, for companies with TV deals like a punk or some other people kind of looking at them and be like, bro, you guys can't manage your way out of a paper bag. And I'm not saying that that's the reality. You can't
0: manage a fucking target, bro.
1: That's what you said. Yeah. And, and look, to me, <laughs> I'm not going to straight up say that that's true. That's unfair because I don't work for Kenny Omega and Nick and Matt Jackson, you know, but all I'm going to say is, could that be possible? Could I see that? Absolutely. Um, I want to, I want to point out a few things uh, on a broad scale about this situation. Um, Because this, a lot of this really feels like hearkening back to the days of like the 80s and 90s where like, it was really just oh, the business was the wild wild west, and wrestlers uh, wrestlers who were in main event spots had much more leverage over promoters in the promotion than um, underneath talent, and people had infighting issues, and it was almost like a chaotic thing all the time. I mean, someone shared today, Monty. An article from uh, a 1997 Observer radio uh, Observer newsletter. Yeah, I saw where that. you saw that, yeah, where it was like yeah. Shawn Michaels, <laughs> Shawn Michaels trying to walk out, and he fought Bret, and like there were backstage fights in WCW and WWF that week and stuff. And I was thinking about this, and I was like, why did why did these type of stories slow down in the 2000s? And it's like we're back to that now, and, and it's actually pretty. Uh, it, it hit me, and it's pretty clear. So, um, I, I think once the WWE bought their competition and uh, became a publicly traded company and have their own in-house developmental system of their own basically industry plans that they can kind of pluck in and teach them how to think about pro wrestling and and, and approach the business, Um, and you have to do it within their system or you're screwed, Um, I think you stopped having those situations because it's like if you teach people in OVW how to think about wrestling, how to approach wrestling, and and they've never been anywhere else, and WWE is the only main game in town to make that level of money, um, you're not going to have these types of issues because there's only one guy to lay down the law, of Vince McMahon. And, uh, you know, and, and there you go. And and also, in an environment where it's homogenized and the promos are scripted, you can't get too personal unless Vince is telling you to. And so you have a, a very hyper controlled environment. And, you know, you can argue that's better. I, I think that that's worse for the product. But I think in AEW, it's almost like they kind of loosened things up and, and took things back to the way they used to be, where it's like, no, no, fuck that. Like, the top guys have clout, and you can say what you want in promos for the most part, and you can build genuine heat and genuine tension. Um, but as a result, you're going to get situations that remind you of the 1990s and the, the 80s, I think. You know, like like what's going on right now. What, what, what do you think of that assessment? Because that, that's what kind of hit me. No, oh, it's like so...
0: things change. But at the end of the day, if, um... if Hangman's going to go out there and cut weird promos about workers' rights and stuff like that. <laughs> it's like, who was that ran by? And I understand giving talent creative freedom, but you should have an idea of what's going to be said on your television show. You know, um, the people involved with it should have an idea, an outline, you know, um, not exact lines or word for word or a script necessarily. There should be some sort of idea of where you're going to go with it. Um, so there's, there's finding a fine balance. But at the end of the day, if Hangman's going to go out there and do what he's going to do, it's like, what? Because uh, that's kind of what, I guess, started the boiling over process. Because obviously there's CM Punk, Colt Cabana, and the rumours about CM Punk, they they were always going to come. When CM Punk came into the company, because people would just kind of make assumptions based on uh, CM Punk and Colt Cabana not being friends, but <clears throat> even still, it's just know, bro, it's just a mess. Totally so look, <laughs> so if
2: mess. if Tony Khan didn't really want to resign Colt Cabana, and then he kind of got like strong armed by the EVPs because he wanted a arm to sign him. So he resigns him and says he's he doesn't want him on AW, so he sends him to the ring of honor and doesn't say anything about it, but just as people speculating on what happened. Like, I don't know, I feel like it's kind of like a disservice. Say if that did happen because I heard that was a theory going around that Tony Wait, Khan didn't
1: go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Wait, no, what were you gonna say? No, no finish your finish it, because I, I don't I don't get what you're asking me.
2: No, because like I heard some people say, like, well, did uh Maybe that Tony Khan didn't want to sign Cole Cabana, resign him, but then they just mm-hmm. resigned him because to make the Bucks happy because the Bucks wanted colt
1: Oh, I, I so, can easily, um, I can easily see that Tony wasn't using colt guys. Like I know a lot has been made about like, oh man, like Punk came in and it's like, oh they they just they uh de-emphasized colt Cole was never a heavily used feature of their programming ever. You know, he was a part of the Dark Order, but. Like he was never, he was like the Dark Order B team, like for Dark, you know what I mean? Like it, like when Dark Order had wrestled in tags on TV, John Silver was always one of the go-to guys. Evil Uno, Grayson, and Reynolds. So those are the top four guys that tended to be used on television when they were used on TV. Uh, so, you know, I could easily see that, that Tony was going to kind of let go of Cole because he didn't care. And maybe the Bucks were like, no, no, that's our guy. Like like keep him, you know. So i that's thats thats super uh That's super valid to me. That's super believable as a story.
0: It's all falling to shit, you know? (laughs) Uh, Tony Khan's got a massive task of trying to fix it, you know? Um, I don't know how the best way to go about it is, to be honest, at this point. I don't know either, and I I would not want to be in his position. These stories coming out about how... uh, because when 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 I first hear a story about a backstage altercation or confrontation, I'm just expecting like maybe a bit of pushing, a bit of shoving, you know, mm-hmm. maybe someone uh took, you know, like how you know how like the Eddie thing just ended up apparently being just Eddie kind of a mushing yeah.
1: him in the face, yeah, yeah.
0: Sm- smushing a uh, Sammy in the face. Of expected this to is, hear that this is a
1: chair is thrown. At it sounded like face. an angle,
0: it sounds like <laughs> an angle, but it's it, you know, it's not. It's...
1: A chair being thrown at one of the young bucks' face and giving him a black eye, Kenny Omega being bit in the ear, CM Punk punching people in the face. This is this is bad.
0: Waiting for him at the locker room. From the sounds of things, what yes, I said Kenny, earlier in the PW into report. Walking and walking
1: into 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 a. I mean, okay, Punk walking into a trap where, where these guys are posting in the locker room. That's a trap. It's like a this film, is, bro. This is like a film. It's crazy. Before we move off this topic, Monty, I have a yeah. question to you. What do you what do you make of of the thinking that some people have, where they're like, "Oh, this is an angle. This is a work. This this is totally just to set up something." Uh, what, what, what do you, what do you think of that?
0: um i guess it would just be that the sources that you choose to believe or not to believe or who you deem as credible um i kind of go with them and kind of have like a mixed opinion based on them so it's like it is worth still – it's in, It's kind of like in the back of my mind that it is still possible that it's a work or could potentially be turned into a work one day. But uh, it just – it don't seem like one to me. And it's – I was talking to someone who actually like, – I was talking to someone who is kind of in the know, as to say, uh, about this earlier. And it's – to me, honestly, seems like a situation where if it does all turn out to be a work, it's a situation again where they're working – the locker room, the working the people backstage, etc. because none of those people are saying, uh, you know, as far as they're all concerned and what they're saying, it's all, you know, it's all well, the shoot, brother. Do
2: so, any of you guys see what SRS said, though, like about the the media that were leaving and they were told, like, to stay and all that?
1: I, I did see that. I, I don't really know what to make of that. But, but, but regarding the broader conversation, Monty, to me, it's like if this is a work, it's like, why? fucking why? You know, like is this is this really what you want for your promotion like just um the belief that like just the structure and the culture is an absolute like shambles. You know, do you want do you want you to follow a pay-per-view that you put on where the conversation is dominated by this rather than the yeah, hmm? no sense. like MJF ended the pay-per-view. You know, don't you want people talking about that? Don't you want people talking about the elite having that awesome trios match? Don't you want people talking about you know, same
0: see point you know, as well. Not today.
1: Yeah, like well, not so, today. Well, you want you want to do a pay per view where people are gonna talk about this pretend fight that the elite and punk had in a locker room. Like, to what end does that work for? And and that's that's the problem with work shoots. It's like it's a mess. If if what are we doing? doing? Yeah, it's <laughs> dude. What is this work shoot for? Like, if it's not to draw money, like, what are we doing? You know. Yeah. And,
0: Sorry to okay. cut you off again. Uh a few more super chat.
1: No, absolutely not that those are the priority, you always put those up. Drizzy it... Drew,
0: they are really setting up Tony to eventually snap. Fair. <laughs> Definitely fair. Um he's I don't know. I don't know if I wanna say I almost felt sorry for him last night. I did, too. Kind of a... I did too. But at the same time it's his ship and he's a billionaire and I'm not I'm I am not i do not get paid to feel sorry for any billionaire on this earth. So <laughs> um you know, I almost felt sorry for him though. It uh, was definitely like said, a awkward situation, and he's got a mountain to climb right now if he wants to get harmony, unless, uh, unless he's either going to do a brand split, which <laughs> he's obviously not going to do. Or some people may have to, uh, some people may be moving around in the um, not too distant future.
1: Could you imagine? And, and I'm, I'm still too in denial to like even visualize this, <laughs> but could you imagine a reality where? A steel is the reason why elite fans have to watch Monday Night Raw.
0: money <laughs> <laughs> money would just stop. money would just be like, "Like
1: what the <laughs> t-
0: He turned into a historian. He
3: won't watch, uh, he wouldn't watch
0: more. it. He won't watch it anymore. You won't be, be, you won't be getting
2: more uh, match reviews from me. Ratings, no.
1: what, 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 do you think, Monty? And I know people, people got pissed at me when I threw this out on Twitter. And this isn't me saying, "Oh, he was right all along, or he knew." But with that said, what just do you think is going through the mind of Mister Cody Rhodes? Like he—he's he he, like, such
0: a fucking
1: troll. Like, yeah, he he, knows,
0: he, like, like, he knew what he was doing. He posted the picture of him with the cigar, and it's just—he's like, like that. Don't even you don't you don't need to decode it or anything. Yeah, you know, yeah. it was just he just posted that picture because you
1: know, you know for a fact. That he knows what's going on and he still has people feeding him stuff, and you know he's... Oh, there you go. Look at this, this young Niang. If Ace Steel comes out on TV again, fans must chant "Bite Forever." This company's pure comedy at this point. Thank you for the five dollars, Super Chad Young Niang. Uh...
0: Ace Steel, he's uh, he crazy.
2: <laughs> what a week! What a week for Ace Steel. Ace Steel should have been a wrestler of the week. He came out, cut the insane promo, and. Came out the weakest star. Defending the world champion for the promotion yeah. he works for. He cut, yeah. Listen,
1: he cut the promo, and then he got fined for saying fuck on TV. Well,
0: wow. CM, who yeah. was sent as four dollars, oh. definitely doesn't agree. At <laughs> the <laughs>
1: <is firing. laughs> this is Even, even <laughs> that is problematic. Here's the thing, Monty. This is why this is so touchy. That's Punk's friend. If Tony fires him, which he probably should... Punk and his in his state is <laughs> punk in his state's gonna be like what the fuck Tony? He's just defending himself and his wife is there and he's he can't fire there. anyone,
3: bro.
0: Because if you're gonna fire someone because of this, you have to fire Punk because <laughs> apparently he apparently, <laughs> apparently he threw the shots first, bro. Like, apparently he swung <laughs> on that first and like, it's, bro, I don't care what anyone
2: the, tells me, I am not firing Mr. <laughs> Pepsi Phil. I'm not doing yeah. that. You, you can also make a case that you can also fire the elite too because they were there in his locker room waiting for you're him. in his, his locker
1: room. We... That's the thing, they, they were waiting for him. It, yeah, you...
0: You don't, you're don't, you not releasing any of the people, so, but yeah, you you're can't get really hard. Because Punk will bro, be yeah. like, you're going to fire my friend for defending me. Yeah.
1: The other thing here is. <laughs> Punk punk alluded to it in, in the scrum when he kind of was like, look, right now I want to still believe in a place I work for, but we are fighting an uphill battle. And to me, that's him vaguely alluding to the fact that like they're trying to get back to where they were when it comes to ratings, right? And now they're full strength. MJF is back. Let's get let's get this ball rolling, right? And you're he's trying to do that and draw some money and 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 do good business while you know the WWE has a lot of momentum right now, business-wise, right? And Tony Khan isn't stupid. Why would in, in that situation imagine imagine in that situation being like, yeah, while we're trying to do this, let me just hand, let me just gift wrap them the elite. Like, yeah.
0: No we've got some super chats from the team from the uh you know from the rest of purist family. Oh, got, boy, uh, throw it up. Israel right. punk washed and still ducking the fade from Seth.
1: <laughs> Israel, you know what I will say? Seth Seth, honestly, it'd be this would be a perfect time to tweet, like, hey man. <laughs> Jump ship and jump ship and cast a smoke or something.
2: <laughs> well, there's a. Do you think there will be legal action? will happen without this scene? Because no. I, I think SRS alluded to this. That there might be legal actions.
1: I don't know. I don't know. This is this is a mess, man. Like this is a mess. I. It just. This is. This is crazy. It's so unfortunate, Monty. I feel like the last three AEW shows, counting this pay per view, have been generally really good to great shows and it's a it's a damn shame that the next day we're not talking about them. we're talking about this nonsense it, it's a it's a total distraction you know like it's a total distraction and the optics are, are abysmal you know the optics are to the rest of the industry is just that nobody gets along which they don't and <laughs> tony's a bit in and over, in over his head in terms of keeping There's in check so you just know it's crazy.
0: Yeah, you know in whether it's in group chats whether it's uh you know, whether it's some of the old folks or whatever. There is some nasty victory laps going on right now. Um, yes. Whether that's Cornet, whether yes. that's Cornet Easy here. Yes. That, bro, imagine Triple
1: H. <laughs> oh, my God, bro. You know what
0: Triple H was thinking when he found they, out. They, they, they,
1: Hunter, Hunter is thinking two things. Who can I steal out of this situation? And I am vindicated in my feelings of CM That's nasty. That's so nasty. nasty. He's probably, like, he, he's, probably like, he's probably rubbing his hands like like lol. I, I was right about punk, and I can talk to Kenny. Let's go. Like it's it's just it's just nasty. Um oh, yeah, I don't, know. This, I don't this know, this know what is... this
0: was in reply to. Uh, I think it may have been if um oh, 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 if, if the WWE elite wins. end up in WWE, probably. But man, a culture five dollars. I would happily watch nothing but Stardom if that happened.
1: Uh, the thank,
0: thank you. Yeah. Hollywood Hangman's personal assistant.
1: Like Chris said, if the elite go to the Fed, I'll become all entertainment. Also, boss, the checks you gave me keep bouncing. We need to talk. Yeah, well, you know, thank you for the super chat, uh, personal assistant. Uh, I Uh, still have no clue who that is. (laughs) That's the funny thing. Rob, five dollars. Team Elite, nigga, punk, suck my dick. Word two. Uh, very, very parasocial. But thank you for the super chat donation. Oh my
0: god, this is this is this is all. This is so, art from Croaky Boy, right? Oh okay,
1: yeah, Croaky Boy. Uh, <laughs> the elite to Freddie Prince Junior promotion.
2: Well, I don't think the elite are his type of wrestlers. If you can tell by him wanting cross uh, and Bray,
1: Bray white. white. Oh, boy.
0: He just he wants, wants to he wants to do T V with like wrestling in it, if that makes sense. Uh, you yeah. can tell, like he wants characters, you know. That, that man is Freddy Freddie, Fre- is- Freddie Prince Jr. could hundred percent write the greatest elite. Sad boy lore story of all time.
1: Listen, Freddie Prinze Jr. is imagine. trying. He's trying to make. He's trying to make Caucasian lucha underground. You know, so. Pop. there you go. This look. This is this situation is crazy. It's it's a shame that it's overshadowed the weekend because, uh frankly, Monty, I, I, I've been saying this all weekend. Uh, I had a lot of fun this weekend as, as a, a fan. fan, and and not only I had a lot of fun. And it's so in a way where, like, uh, I know that this sounds cliche because so many people feel like, man, wrestling's so good right now. Man, I'm having so much fun with wrestling. I just love wrestling right now. But, but for, for me personally, Monty, I, I realize that personally, there are times where, you know, I have certain things that I really like about certain promotions that, like, keep me uh, interested um, without liking the overall product that much. And, and, and I noticed that the amount of old wrestling that I rob $2, Punk Ain't Pull Up on Seth like that, I smell pussy. <laughs> That's hilarious. Um listen t- to me, Monty, I-, I noticed the amount of old wrestling that I watch on my leisure, which usually is a lot, is correlated to how much I'm enjoying what's happening currently. And and right now, uh I- I'm I'm enjoying a lot of what I'm seeing from, from AEW and-, and and when it comes to this weekend, this weekend, uh, I had a lot of fun with class at the castle. I the matches that I wanted to be good and I cared about in NXT were good, which was the opener and the main event. And then yeah. all out, you know what I mean. And, and then all out, uh, you know the, the key matches there, like were, were, were really not not everything hit the way I wanted it to. But but overall, it was still a, a, a really good show. So, so um,
0: yeah, so so, go go ahead now. Finish. So, finished.
1: so so my my general point is, this was a really strong weekend of professional wrestling, and a lot of people worked hard. A lot of people really looked good. A couple people had start making performances. I mean, shout out to the acclaimed. They they had the match of their lives yesterday, right? Carmelo Hayes he beat some allegations. He had one of his better matches of his career, if not his best match. Um, really positive weekend for pro wrestling, and it's, it's 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 really unfortunate that coming out of it, the the prevailing discourse is just the disorder that's still happening in AEW. Um, it's fun to follow. It's fun to read about. It's it's really Twitter friendly. Um, and, and Punk's press scrum was entertaining. Um, but all, all that. Not- yeah, but. I wasn't all all that- bro. Absolutely. But I ain't all forgetting
0: that-, that shit. No, not at all. <laughs> eating but, muffins and. Eating
1: muffins <laughs> he and. He
0: ate- shouted out the bakery and he was like, oh, but they're not open on Mondays and Tuesdays. Oh,
1: yeah. Oh, this guy is No, he is. But all that notwithstanding, this is awful, man. <laughs> like, Tony needs to, like, find a way to stop. Some of this shit, you know, and what, what what's the solution? What's the answer? I don't know if there is one without having to deal with some losses. Uh, and that would be such a bitter pill to swallow and such a shame for AEW. Because I I think losing either punk or members of the elite is genuinely crippling to the company, like it's genuinely crippling, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, so so it's just the same But 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 with that said, we did have a show last night, we had all out, you know, it was in Chicago, made event by Punk versus Moxie for the title. Um, as as just a general overview, Monty, what
0: do you what do you think of the show? Uh, I'll just give quick. I'll give a quick something kind of. I thought the Zero level was pretty fine, to be honest. Uh yeah. Eddie Kingston versus Tommy Fury. It delivered as expected. I don't think it over delivered or under delivered. Um, Pack versus Kid popped me a lot because Pack was uh, possibly phoning it in a little bit. Um, <laughs> You know, you shouldn't accuse anybody of that, uh, to be honest. Pax a tremendous wrestler, and I think it would be fair to say that he didn't quite reach his highest gear in this. Uh, but, um, yeah, 0 was fine. Casino ladder match uh, was okay. Didn't really like the finish, but obviously I know they were setting up something bigger for later on in the night, especially in hindsight. Um, Elite versus Stark and Hangman, amazing. Jay Cargill versus Athena was real nice. I think Athena's great. Cargill's obviously uh, keeps getting better. Wardlow, FTR, Motor City Machine Guns, Jay Lethal. Was, uh, it was okay. It was okay. Starts versus Hobbs. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Keith Lee, Swerve, Strickland versus The Acclaimed. Star making a performance on The Acclaimed. Uh, people. But let's not sleep on uh, Swerve in Our Glory. I hate calling on that though, man.
1: That, that name sucks.
0: Yeah, yeah, I hate calling them that. Um Will Washington, if you ever see this, please uh, you know, uh yeah, talk talk to Swerve, man, you know. <laughs> it seems like it seems like they fell in love with this name and it's just yeah.
1: I don't like typing it out. Like
0: <laughs> yeah, bro, bro, when I put it on the spreadsheet when we're uh, calculating our ratings, I, I, I yeah. can't type it out. <laughs> but um yeah. That that was great. Star making performance for the acclaim. The women's four way was great. Brian Danielson versus Chris Jericho was a match. House of Black <laughs> Sting versus Sting Derby. Miro. Uh, it was it was okay, but I was kind of just ready for the main event at that point, and uh, which was obviously Punk versus Moxie, which was you know absolutely tremendous. All thought, to be honest. Uh, the drama, uh, which they somehow managed to top with all the afters. <laughs> yeah, it, I thought it was a great pay per view. I'd probably say it was like eight out of ten. Uh, the 15 um, matches was kind of excessive, like I uh, worried. Like I said before the main event, I was kind of waiting to get there. Uh, mm-hmm. but overall, it was a good pay per view and it had some like real, like instant, instant classics. Yeah, I'll call them instant classics since uh, since it's still fresh and I can be reactionary. Um, yeah, man, it was a good show. Obviously, MJF, um, the weirdness with Ricky Starks and Malakai Black. What's going on? There's a lot of talking points coming out of the pay per view, and we've hardly been able to talk about any of them because the biggest talking point has been all this same Punk stuff. And it was uh it's been a, it's been a weekend full of just
1: everything, you
0: know. Yeah, everything. <laughs> everything.
1: Listen uh, to me, all in, all out. It, it was a, a very long show, like most AEW pay per views. Um, but uh, ironically, it could have been even longer had uh, certain matches been booked differently. Like if uh, if they tried to make, you know, Starks and Hobbs and uh, Jungle Boy and Christian, like long dramatic epics, I probably would have tapped out of the show. Um, but, but, but generally speaking, uh, even though it was a long show and it ended up and down experience at points that and frankly, like the show kind of lost me towards the later period, right before the main event. Um, the bottom line is the, the crowd was generally really good. And we had three tremendous matches on this show. I-, I thought that the elite trios final was amazing. I thought that the acclaimed match was amazing, which blew my mind. Cause you know, I, I like the Acclaim; they're a fun act. And and I think, I think I even said in the previous show that like, I was expecting like a, a, a tag match that that like is like WWE good in like, in, in like a street profits, fun crowd popping kind of way, you know, like, like that's kind of what I expected out of this. But this was like, this might sound hyperbolic. I think that Swerve and Glory versus <laughs> the Acclaimed is the third greatest AEW tag title match in the history of their pay per views. Mm. Mm. Manny, are
0: you um, are you talking to Ace Steel on the phone? You, you yeah. always worry. You always worry me when you look at your phone. I don't know uh, you always you're always... in group chats or you doing something. No. He he's, the um, he's doing something. Yeah, the...
2: He's getting hey, screwed. Man, every time we get off, every time we get off Twitter, every time I get on Twitter, something crazy happens. So I'm trying to keep us updated.
1: Yeah, um, I-, I think the biggest disappointment of the show for me was Chris Jericho and Brian Danielson. I, I thought this was yeah. actually gonna. I had like a lot of faith in this. I don't want to I mean... talk about it. Yeah, it's like kind of upsetting. It's I- upsetting. I- I- <laughs> I- yeah, I had a lot of faith in this. I thought it was gonna be like tremendous. Just, you know,
0: just to, uh, just so people don't think we're being horrible. We love, we both. I think both of us love both wrestlers. Genuinely, yes. That's why. uh, That's
1: why I was really into this, and I was I was looking forward to it. You
0: know, but Uh the match on cage match, which you know isn't the law that we have to follow, on rating matches. But Chris Jericho versus Brian Danielson is currently sitting at a six point five. Wow! 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 Okay. (laughs) It, it,
2: It really does seem like in Jericho's presser. They didn't really have an idea for this match. They just decided to call it in the ring, which kind of just showed throughout the match. Because yeah.
0: yeah.
1: If, you to,
2: if you had to guess,
0: what would you say was the highest rated match on the night? On Cage, Match? The elite the match.
2: match. The acclaimed.
0: Yeah. M- Manny. Manny, you're right. <laughs> the acclaimed. By like the smallest margin. So the elite match is 9.2. And, oh, so they're like super high. Yeah, and uh, 12 and Our Glory" versus The Academy is nine point two five.
1: Those matches were amazing, uh, and and also though, the, look, the, the main event was unreal. It's, like
0: before you get into it, because yeah, we've got we got some super chats building off. Okay, try, let's try power through some real, real quick. Yeah. Um, Roman Reigns is the greatest
1: of all time. Kimberly, thank you so much for your $2 Super Chat donation. For your sake, oh. I hope that Naomi and Sasha um, are here as soon as possible, if not tonight. Uh, there haven't been any rumblings for them tonight, but, but still, I just hope for your sake that happens. Well, more likely, is Braun Strowman, but but there you
3: go.
1: <laughs> uh, Phantom FCW, Punk may like TK, but talking over him and using the scrum to air dirty laundry in front of um, HBO execs, it's clear he in no way respects as a boss.
0: Well, no, I'm sure he respects him, you know. They seem to have a really, you know, kind of good relationship. I think Punk was just heated, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he was just heated, man. And Tony isn't... It's just not in his personality or nature from what we've seen. Cause I don't know Tony. Um, but from what we've seen, he's not going to be like, yo, Punk, shut the fuck up, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, like I said, he, he he tried to interject, but it was very, like, polite
1: and, you know... Uh, he was trying to politely. He's a sweetheart. sweetheart, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. John, uh, Gerald J- Green, two dollars super chat. Punk went full. Pay attention to me, meme. Pop. There you go. Anything else? Mad King, nineteen eighty four, two dollars. If Omega leaves AW, the women's division is cooked. Oh, absolutely.
0: Yeah, that would uh. I won't recommend it. I I'll hope to sort it out, man. You you don't really want any. Want you you can't I have any, any of the names man. leaving, really.
1: Oh, no, 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 no,
0: no. I don't even want to think about it,
1: Monty. I I I've said this in the past. You know, AEW's roster is so deep that, like, look, if you lose a Malachi Black or an Andrade or certain people, it's like it stings, but it's not the end of the world. But there's a couple people at the top that, like, if you lose them, it's genuinely crippling to the quality of the product. And to me, that's the elite. That's CM Punk. That's Brian Danielson. That's MJF. You know. Uh, that's john moxley you have to keep those core people like they, they're so important to, to the programming that's why i'm so happy i'm elated that mjf is back because you know some people take him for granted and some people act like he's maybe not as good as he thinks he is mjf is amazing to me and i think he's he's amazing in, in, in the sense that like he's must see tv for the most part you know yeah and, and he's big destined, angles yes rare destined,
0: occasion matches you know he's, he's absolutely, absolutely. Tall.
1: he's he's tall. He is, he is destination television, uh, what are you uh, saying, man.
2: What's in the chat? Yeah, uh, the African dragon mook, his comment about Ruch and Andrade. Oh, I can't see. There's so there's so many uh in he a said, lot, lot of chats. He lot of said Ruch and Andrade were tweeting about Malachi like he died.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh hope is okay and he's not away for too long because I think is great to be honest. Um you know, let's let's get him moving as a singles. Um, we have another super chat from Big AO's Wii Carrier. Uh, he's got a wild avid though, so I'm not putting it on the screen. Um, where is Big AO? Uh, he'd be going crazy right now. Big AO is taking a sabbatical. Is that the word? <laughs> he's taking a little break, man. He's chilling. You know? wait,
1: wait, 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 what happened? With
0: AO, AO. Uh, someone asked, Where is he? Oh, yeah,
1: yeah, a- AO is uh. It was on hiatus, and and he'll hopefully be here as soon as possible, and uh, you know yeah,
0: he'll be back before too long. Uh, be before you too. know, I'm sure, I'm sure when he I'm sure he'll come back with a bang. Yes. Uh, J Blood four ninety nine. If the elites beef was over Colt, but Tony says Punk had nothing to do with the Colt thing, so why aren't they squashing this? Do they not trust Tico
1: Probably not. Um, in the sense that I, that's the thing, man. I, I wonder if like some of these relationships and dynamics are fractured. Like I, you'd have to think that maybe some of them feel some type of way of like how much Tony is kind of oh. seemingly on Punk's side publicly, uh, even though they kind of were were the backbones of the company and stuff. And, and I could see some of them maybe thinking like you're just trying to protect Punk here, but we know the truth type of thing. You know?
2: Well, you gotta remember that Punk was. Uh, I'm not. I'm not Punk reading off
1: super chat, but but I appreciate the, the donation. No, yeah,
2: but
0: you read it, bro. Okay. MJF
1: clears CM Junk uh, <laughs> 1
0: really? You don't have to agree with it. We got to read it unless CM, it's uh, CM and unless it's me. racist, offensive, or anything yeah. like that. We're CM, reading them.
1: CM Punk and MJF have the best performance in AEW, and and, and their their, their storyline drew the biggest ratings this year. They had the feud of the year, and I'm looking forward to hopefully being able to see that continue on TV.
2: You gotta remember that Tony also wanted CM Punk originally. That's who he wanted to start the AW yes. with. But yeah, get of him. course. And that, I think if I think CM Punk is Tony's like favorite wrestler ever, besides like Stone Cold. I wouldn't so be surprised.
1: Like, he treats him like the golden goose. He treats him like this is a prized possession, and you know he has him above everybody. I bet you that's probably Cody. Probably <laughs> the the with.
0: last media scrum before this party yeah. view was literally the talking point coming out of that media scrum. Was Tony Khan going on this passion, love-filled yes. rant about how great CM Punk yes. is? So, yeah. You know, uh, but also at the same time, uh, Tony Khan has been very vocal in interviews where he said, you know, when he first started the company, he wanted to get Kenny Omega in the books, and he even mentioned, you know, the best trio of all time. Um, that they were very much in his original plans too. So. It's a, it's a mess, man. It's, you don't want to be in a position where he has to pick sides. Um, yeah. And to the someone's super chat, uh, just to touch on it real quick, Tony Khan obviously said publicly that CM Punk has had nothing to do with the Colt Cabana situation, which, you know, pretty especially from the way CM Punk uh, described it and addressed it yesterday, I pretty much believe him. Um, but that's how Tony Khan said it publicly. I don't know if Tony Khan has sat the books and Omega etc down and said Bison, whatever you're thinking about CM Punk getting Colt Cabana you know hindering hindering his job etc etc none of that's true CM Punk has never mentioned Colt Cabana to me etc etc if that's obviously the truth even if it's not the truth it's probably fucking the best thing to do it's probably the best thing to do at this point um, we'll, we'll really see how well Tony can do at dealing with personal relationships here? Because like we said throughout this podcast, this is his biggest... This is easily his biggest challenge yet, so.
1: To me, uh I almost think, like, should he go Paul Heyman mode and just start lying to keep things under control? Like, should he have hit the elite? Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. is, is it time? Is it time to just, you know, even though he's been avoiding it for three years, is it time to just be a wrestling promoter and just, you know, like when he's... <laughs> dollars ao beat up hangman and got suspended for it no comment so yeah that's I why mean, he's not
0: on cam. remember yeah, right. we, we had an agreement that when we got to a thousand when we got to a thousand subscribers we was going to get uh back up hangman on camera but you know there was a there was a backstage confrontation
1: good thing we at wrestle keep a tighter uh ship than aew and so, uh, you know, Russell Pierce turmoil. Uh, <laughs> it, it has not leaked to Feifel, you Yeah, know?
0: Manny. What are the scoops, man?
1: Yeah,
2: man. Oh, sorry. I'm watching Jerry Lynn and
1: RPG. <laughs> oh, really? Are you? What, what pay per view is that?
2: It's not a pay per view. Uh, ECW TV.
1: Oh, well, shit. So, uh, do you do you have Peacock?
2: Yeah, I have Peacock to watch the office.
1: Yeah, yeah. I was going to say no, um, no, it's not. It's, no, to, so, it's
2: to enjoy some premium of events, isn't it?
1: Yeah, It's really funny. Some people shadow watch. Some, some people, are, you know, when they have peacock, <laughs> yeah, Watching really like,
0: worlds like, collide in silence. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah and, 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 and yeah, they'll, they'll be like, no, I, I just, I watch The Office. I watch the, my favorite reality shows. It's not yeah. watching the movie. Well, uh, no,
0: what, what, else do we want to watch?
1: Well,
2: through? I was only before, watching Peacock 2 yeah. right now because Hangman said if I want to be on the pod, I have to watch, uh, Worlds Collide.
1: Yeah. Did, did, you know what? I, not the whole show. I, just the main event and, and uh, yeah. opener. Rob, did, did, did...
0: Robbie's requesting the link.
1: Yeah, give it to him. Sure. Uh, and yes, I did, you...
2: did watch, I did watch both matches.
1: What do you think, Manny?
0: Let me make a run-in. Uh, when people say run-in, I get worried because it usually means they're just going to
2: come on and scream. Yeah, and scream.
1: Manny, thoughts lobster screaming.
2: Well, uh, I don't really enjoy Carmelo and Ricochet that much. And then... I don't know. I just feel like I was just watching Ricochet and I was like, man, this guy is way too good to be doing what he's doing. <laughs> so, and then I'm the Bron, bro. the Bron, the Bron Breaker and uh, Tyler Bate. Tyler I'm going to be completely honest. I might have to go back and rewatch that because I wasn't really paying attention because that's when, oh, all, okay. the, when all the
0: chaos it, it yeah. happens and it happens. Yeah, yeah was, especially that, when all this shit's going down on Twitter. That's the
1: thing, yeah. I'm, talk- I'm yeah, talking about, maybe yeah, maybe, like, the story. All these stories are breaking out. What's up, Manny?
2: So maybe I'll probably enjoy Rico- Ricochet Carmelo better when I'm not, like uh,
1: – Checking your phone and shit.
2: Yeah, watching all this stuff. But from what I did see, I did see him working hard and everything. And Yeah. I don't know. I just wasn't really into it's it. A, but maybe that's because I don't watch TV. I don't yeah, watch it. NXT that much, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mason R- Rolison, $5. Cole Cabana being brought up in the scrum in the first place was very, very stupid. Also, that's AEW sweet. needs a neutral shooter backstage to keep everyone in check. <laughs> that is, is incredible. The is, the is that the is lock, art. The a neutral is
0: shooter too, in the, the back.
1: Thing is, <laughs> the thing is, the locker room is too fragmented. It's too, it's too clicked up. To, it's uh, Ken
2: Shamrock in. Well, you, you know? know, Nick Houseman the one that's always asking Tony Connor these questions he's and tough, He didn't proper. even ask
1: him if he know. The, um no, 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 no you like, know, it, it was, it was Nick. Nick Houseman was the one who brought this up to CM Punk. And he Nick did. Alvin, his... I'm pretty sure he
0: did. He did. A... Yeah, he's he... the one. He did. At, at the start, at the start, when I mean, um, oh, Rob's about to come in, but um, at the start of the pro- press conference, when you watch it on the AEW channel, the audio is cut out at the start, and then it comes in, and it's CM Punk saying, "So you want to be a journalist?" Then he starts going on about Cole Cabana. Nate Osmond doesn't actually ask Colt Cabana about um, uh, he doesn't actually ask CM Punk about Colt Cabana. If you go to Denise Alcidos YouTube account. She's obviously recorded it from a phone or handheld camera or whatever. And um, CM Punk brings up Colt Cabana, asks ask Nick Housman if he still does an improv class with him, to which uh, Nick Housman's like, no. Then CM Punk asks him if he's friends with him, and he's like, no. And I think CM Punk was expecting him to say yeah, and so we could just kind of dunk on his friend. And that's kind of where – that's when the feed comes in on the AW Live channel where you can start to see everything. But Nick Housman didn't directly ask him about – colt cabana cm punk just pulled it up bro like he he had some shit that he wanted to get off and he got it off rob you can (laughs) it's time for you to get your shit off now
3: oh my god hey yo hey yo tell that nigga cm punk i said suck my dick word two nigga i don't care bro i don't i bro listen nigga anybody could go into business for themselves it don't matter but sitting here talking about we'll come those, oh, that nigga oh, no 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 listen it, it sitting really here does. talking about oh um oh that nigga that nigga shares a bank account with his mama who asked that who asked for that information nobody asked for that information nigga just because you got off your match you did your little match you on your little P you you know you're on your little PMS your fucking post menstrual syndrome nobody fucking cares bro nobody cares and you Sounds like somebody upset over
2: you, the Bucks getting KO'd, you, you,
3: bro. Do y'all oh, <laughs> no, 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 no. That's
2: we're nasty. not doing this.
0: No, 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 not you,
3: need you need to stop. You need to stop. You need. So you, you remember what I said two weeks ago? Hold on, hold on. But you mentioned the Bucks getting KO'd. All right, fine. You remember what I said two weeks ago about you know these niggas saving Punk, bro? Punk, you were working bootleg Bellator before they came and swooped your ass up and gave you that deal. Nobody else wanted you, nigga. They stuck you on WW Backstage on Fox, where you continuously ran from Seth Rollins every fucking week, low bro. Bro, we're not going to pretend like
0: didn't have options before he joined AEW, bro. Like, yeah, that's, come that's, on. Bro. No. He could have moonwalked back into pretty much anything. It, so. he got, he got it doesn't UFC matter. He got UFC fights based off his name. It doesn't like,
3: matter. You know.
2: He sold out the United Center just on a rumor. No.
3: Yeah. Listen, 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 listen. It doesn't matter. It does not matter. None of that matters. What we're talking about right now is complete insubordination. Tony Khan. <laughs> Tony Khan, I swear. I swear if you take Punk side on this low, bro, it's gonna get nasty. I'm calling Hunter and we're gonna start moving nastier. Rob, what I are your thoughts
2: you. on what are your thoughts on the elite trying to jump punk? and he's still that's that not here. what happened that's,
3: that's not what happened that's not what happened that's not what happened i i heard personally what happened that's not what happened, um,
2: personally
0: what street, happened street,
3: street street saying that cm punk and friends can't they can't fight with their hands you know so they got to throw objects to get the job done i don't man, know that's if, what i heard
2: man look if ac on punk that's did that to the elite imagine what ftr would do to them like you know how crazy that is I was,
3: get, I was about to get real nasty on Dex just now, but
2: I'm gonna keep that. I'm gonna keep
0: that. I'm gonna keep my money. Money's so nasty quiet. now, bro. Manny's nasty. I'm gonna keep, I'm gonna keep uh, quiet. I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep quiet. He, I'm gonna keep quiet. He's turned. He's turned heel. We sent him. Uh, you know, he, he's been. Uh, he's been visiting the light, Knot green channel. You know, been visiting the uh, other territory. Uh, uh, you, you to learn, to to learn get... some new skills, and you know, he's he's a big player. But he's hey, coming back uh, over here, and he's turned heel, and. You know, it's you know, you know, you could I'm
2: not I'm tr- love with punk. I'm more of a BCC kind of guy.
3: You, you could try to get FTR to fight, but Dax will be too busy sitting in the corner crying about Bret Hart doing a fucking wrist lock on Kamala for five minutes. Nigga, like, I don't care. It's like <laughs> my dick.
1: CM Punk is one of the best wrestlers I've ever seen, and last night he had an amazing you match. With, your with knees, John Moxley, Rob, Rob. I, I let you speak, so please let me speak. Uh, all, all I have to say about all this right. is that. Go ahead. Uh, CM Punk is one of the best wrestlers I've ever seen, and, and last night his match with John Moxley was absolutely tremendous. The, the atmosphere was electric, and it was super heated. John Moxley was was kicking his ass, and he took it to the crowd. He took it, you know, around the ring, and Punk bled. and Adenor went into Terry Funk mode. Like it's it's hard to even explain how it's just kind of like it's like a uh, it's almost funny. I feel like both Punk and Moxley, in totally different ways, have some Terry Funk in them. And with Punk, it, it's the like just the scrappy old man vibe that he has. You know, and, and, and Punk's just kind of it just just the drama, the selling, the storytelling, uh, the feistiness of it all. I thought that main event was amazing. That match was great. The trio's match is great. Uh, the uh, the acclaimed match is great right before that match. I, if if there was anything else disappointing on the show besides the Jericho match, it was frankly the House of Black match, because I, I feel like Young dang two dollars. Hangman is on Punk's payroll. Get off your knees, bro. Uh, oh, oh, God, I, cook that nigga. I'm not. I'm not on. I'm not on Punk's payroll. Punk is just one of the best talents I've ever seen. Well, uh, I, I, it seems I, like I, if you're
2: on Punk, it seems if like you're a Punk's payroll, he takes care of your bills and everything for you.
1: <laughs> at home. Oh my god, that's this nasty. guy, Manny. Yeah, right. That's nasty. Uh, but, but, but yo, check this out, though. Check this out. Uh, I was just gonna say, um, if there was anything disappointing, House of Black. So here's the thing, Manny. I mean, not Manny. Uh, Monty, like Darby and Sting, have an amazing record on pay per view in terms of just being really good. Uh, do you remember at Revolution, you had that multi-man false count anywhere tag? I, I don't remember everyone involved, I just know that I think the HFO might have been involved, I think. Um I just remember Sting diving off something and <laughs> it being crazy and exciting. And uh this was not that. Like this was like this felt like a nothing tag. I already don't remember anything about this match except the finish and
0: uh Dolby hit a it, pad.
1: Yeah, but he always yeah.
0: is okay. Yeah, I know, but he, he the fucking fact was, every time.
1: The fact so. that this was like half as good as the average Derby TV match is just really disappointing. It was, it was pretty good. I think the positioning hurt I don't, a I don't lot. Think,
0: uh, I, I thought this was nothing. Oh, it was okay. There was a couple I, cool spots and stuff. It wasn't as good as I think it could have been, but I do definitely think the position on the card hurt a bit. Because as yeah. I was watching it, I was just kind of, like I said earlier, I was kind of waiting for Maxi Punk to happen. Um, yeah, but you know, it was it was a pretty well worked match. Uh, like I said, derby heaties. You know, we hit a tow fight. There was all the signature shit. There was a mm-hmm. there was the sting, no selling. You know, uh, it, uh, it
1: was it was okay. Real quick, Monty, are we are we counter programming or Are we gonna wrap up in these next ten minutes? We're
0: gonna wrap up. So I kind of want oh, yeah. I do want to talk a... about Toilet Bait and how we carry. Yeah. So,
1: so he he didn't, but I, I so so that, that's really? what I wanted to get into. Come on, Martin Probably did one sequences don't, where don't, he
0: was telling him what to don't, like don't literally do like where to go and shit, bro. Like, <laughs> I'm telling that. you, toilet <laughs> bait for 25. He's so he's fucking, fucking crazy. How he's good talking. he is, bro. Is he he,
3: it's insane. You know what? He we'll wrestles
0: say, like a 38 year old vet, bro. Like, yeah, he, that's what I'm saying. Ca- I just watched him last week carry Von Wagner to a three star match. What the fuck, bro? Then now, obviously, Brun Breaker's good, and he did hit all his signature sheet really well. He looked yeah. impactful. He looked like Bron Breaker sheet, and he's yeah. a hell of an athlete, and he's a good wrestler, and he's getting better. But yeah. Tyler Bate is crazy good <laughs> for yeah. his aid. You know what I'm saying? Crazy.
1: I'm saying? Look, look, look. I don't think he carried him. I think he definitely led him. He absolutely led him. He grabbed his hand. Tyler Bate carried. That's nice American dragon. He held his hand and said, you're following me. And Braun is just kind of quick time in the moment, reacting and doing what he needs to do. Um, that match worked for me so much because, like you said, Tyler Bates 25, and yet he wrestled the match in this kind of like, "Let me show you a thing or two, kid" type of way. You know what I mean? And uh, like he, he's kind of taking him to the man doing some like you know, wrestling early on, and, and then from that point on, it, it was essentially Braun Breaker basing for Tyler, where he's just the big guy that that Bates gonna pick up and do moves with. And Braun essentially just has to respond with big, really cool power moves, which he did, like the that the, the capture spine buster that he does, and uh, the, you know the Frankenstein,er and and some of his other big stuff. Like it, it was awesome. I, I love that main event so much. And, and Monty, as I'm watching the show, right, I thought the middle of the show kind of sucked um, overall. I mean, e- e- even though the, the women's win-
0: total match the women's was pre- way over delivered. Yes,
1: that overachieved, and I thought the women's tag title match. Uh, underachieved because I, I I respect Nikki and Piper Niven so like I thought that was gonna be Deep like yeah <laughs> I thought it was gonna be competent, but it was like it was nothing right and it had a stupid finish but but that's not even what we're talking about to me when I'm when I'm watching that show one of the prevailing things I could I could think of Monty was um man I you know I know you have to have people for your developmental system but God some of these kids like I would love to see them on the main roster because Tyler Bates NXT Rio all he's carrying listen Bates, Bates tremendous thank you for the two dollar super chat Matt King. The way I see it, Monty, um I, I think it's nice when a, a major show has an injection of, of real youth and excitement. And I think like it'd be such a, I, I think it'd be such a benefit to SmackDown if like they had any combination of Carmelo Hayes, Braun Breaker, or Tyler Bate. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm watching Melo yeah, and both the talent. Yeah, I'm watching Ricochet and Melo wrestling. I'm like, man, like this would be it would be so cool if they just continue to do this on TV on SmackDown on the show that matters, you know so uh Melo has, no has good
0: ma- mellow has good matches with really good wrestlers and there's going to be more really good yeah. wrestlers on the main roster than there is in nxt yeah um, exactly. i don't really exactly. think um uh, from what i've seen of mellow and yeah from what i've seen in mellow especially in recent months i'll try to flow through this point real quick um yeah He's not someone who's getting better month by month by month by month. Like a uh this is a hilarious comparison, but say if you take Tiffany Stratton, who debuted in a lot of stages of last year, when you watch her, she's getting better like week by week by week by week. By week. And you see in the same yeah. the same way with a lot of the performance center talent, like you see them gradually getting better. It's personally one of the reasons why I actually am interested and in still watch NXT, because it just pops for me to see these people progress or who's not gonna make progress. Yeah. Melo kind of is who he is you know right um, i have a theory i have a theory he's, he's definitely he's been in the business as well longer than a lot of like you know the other nxt talent people do kind of view him as like this young new to the business thing like he's not um he's not exactly a chiseled vet or anything but you know he's, he's wrestled for six seven eight years or something like that um, can't be that bro he's been around for a minute Something, I think I'm You know, you know, you, know my theory, yeah, you, you know get my a point. I follow Google
1: Yeah, yeah. So, so here's my thing. Um, I, I think that there was a concerted effort to, um, really re hammer down that these guys <laughs> have to work the way that Vince wants them to work, Monty, in the in the last few months. Which is why, if you notice, Braun Breaker out of nowhere, his match is sort of turning into like slow down traditional style WWE main events where there's like headlocks and rest holds. And then you heat up at the end kind of thing. Like there was a period where Braun had to work like that. And for Melo, it turned into like your signature offense. You got to cut it in half, do it in the later parts of your match. And a lot of what you're doing is just going to be slow heat segments. And I think (laughs) think, it's not
0: his style, man.
1: It's not his style. And and it it, it made, it made it really mediocre. And I think Mello, his bag is to just do moves matches with stiff striking you know what i mean you can do
0: the fast pace you can do yes. the athletic no no yeah exactly. that spot where they both hit the middle rope and made each other in the ring off springboards was like awesome. you know, not every wrestler can do no, that no, shit, no, you know no. and, and sure.
1: to, me, to me to me um you know like if you really look at it there's still some sometimes hesitation in between spots with him a little bit like really minor um but but generally Having just athletic matches with good wrestlers is is, is what's best for him. And and even furthermore than that, Monty, you know, yeah, he's going to look not as good if like every week he's just wrestling bad wrestlers. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, Yeah,
0: there's no progress to be made. No,
1: and and, and that goes the same for Braun. Like, no, if you put Braun in there with with guys who can go, guys who know what they're doing. Yeah, he's going to look good and he's going to get continually better. But wrestling other green wrestlers is just not the move. Get him um, on the
0: house shows, man. Like you know yeah. when that had Bron and they had done the UK tour and shit for yeah. Jumper. So she that's that's what I think they need at this point. I think you could put Carmelo on the main roster tonight, you know, and uh yeah. but you just get him on that house that house show circuit so and um let totally. progress like that because at the there's a certain level you can get to at the PC. Um where you're not really, like I said, you're not really going to get too much better because you're already better than most of the people you're going to be putting in the ring with. So yes, this is
1: how you improve. Daniel Garcia, get man. Daniel Garcia is a really good young wrestler, and look, man, he's and they're throwing him in with Brian Danielson and John Moxley. You know what I mean? Mello
0: is a uh, sorry to foot. Mello is 28 years old and debuted in 2014, so that's eight. That's eight years, bro.
1: I feel like he never was wrestling at any major indie to note of, except like maybe Limitless is the most. He's still memorable.
0: training. Oh, somewhere still training and debuted somewhere for that. That obviously this is Wikipedia, so you know <laughs> you get what you get. According to Wikipedia, he debuted in 2014. So, and if you go to Pro Wrestling Fandom Wiki, uh, he is he debuted in. Yes, same date, twenty fourteen, April. Ask him. <laughs> Someone, <laughs> oh, ask, him.
1: True, Someone true. ask him. Someone ask him. I was, I was, I was asking because to me, but I think that that speaks to it though. When you're working with people at a certain level, it's harder to, to progress. You know what I mean? Uh, what we're
0: we gonna do this last three minutes? No, two uh, minutes.
1: Dude, uh, okay, okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna spitball names. You tell me if you think they're coming on Raw tonight. Strowing, what was Manny gonna say? I'll go name, sorry.
2: No, this guy, dude, man, said, did anyone? Did anyone kill someone in the AEW locker room? I said no, but you can find Nick Jackson still on the floor.
1: Oh my stop god, bro. You need, you
2: need to stop. It needs to stop.
1: I I gotta be honest, if you're somebody that doesn't like the Bucks and you want to troll, the fact that he has a black eye is something that you can you can get so much mileage out of on Twitter for the next two days. Uh so have so, at it if that if that's your We product.
0: don't we don't promote violence here. I don't I don't uh, I purists, do. you know. Uh, yeah. we want we, we want harmony backstage in AEW, in WWE in M L W yeah. An impact yeah. everywhere, you know. Because you wrestling,
1: want. wrestling is awesome. And, and enjoy let's all just wrestling. let's
0: just get along, you know. Yeah. Let's just get along. Let's, uh, um, let's let's not go off the script. Uh, apparently, uh, apparently,
3: apparently, there's a steel cage match tonight. Yes, um, between yeah. who I don't
1: know. Apparently, it's, Braun Strowman's
0: going to flip a car. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I right. will pump my feet. Fi- I will pump my fist and send it into the group chat. Do you think he around. has? His,
1: do you think he's gonna have a CYN hairstyle with the hair puffs on the side of his head? Hell no. No. You no. no, he
2: has to like he has come out on Raw with that.
1: I, I, I need it. I need it on Raw. I need it, I need it on Raw. Any closing thoughts? Uh, closing thoughts. Really fun weekend, man. Fun weekend of wrestling. Uh, I really hope AEW can um, behind the scenes right the situation because I would hate to lose any of the, the amazing talent that they have employed under their mm-hmm. books. Um, MJF being back, we didn't really get to talk too much about that, but MJF is tremendous and, and he means so much to their TV, so I'm happy he's back.
0: We'll talk uh, about him a lot on Thursday, probably. He's gonna have absolutely. a promo or some of, course, of so. course,
1: he's gonna be the talk of the week, hopefully. Uh, so yeah, that, that's my general thoughts on that. Uh, appreciate everybody for listening to the Wrestle podcast. Um, and and yeah, man, you know, wrestling is cool.
0: Manny, any closing thoughts, bro?
2: Like he's an and Adig. King- <laughs> Edging <laughs> Kingston's better than Walter and Sheamus. And uh, enjoy Raw Guys, it should be a good show.
0: Piece of shit, <laughs> Rob. You got any closing
3: thoughts, bro? Uh, uh, team Elite, fuck Punk. Y'all know what time it is. Uh, and enjoy rock.
0: That's it. That's the stuff from Rob. Um, yeah, from we, Monty, don't pick, we, we, we don't pick we don't pick sides here. You know. Yeah, no Number listen, one.
1: man. For Monty, Rob, Manny, I am Hollywood Hangman Adam Pierce, otherwise known as Back of Hangman on Twitter. Uh, this has been the Russell Pierce Podcast. And I want everybody to have a wonderful, wonderful Monday evening. Thank
0: you. Like, subscribe, um, follow us on Twitter. Hit the website, WrestlePeerage.com. Peace.